0: Now one councillor who fought to protect bus subsidies uh, and uh, rural services is the Liberal Democrat leader at Norfolk County Council, Dan Roper. None of this is a surprise to him because he's been talking out very passionately on this
1: subject for many, many years. Good morning. Well good morning and uh, talking out alongside Norman Lamb, of course, been an absolute champion for Norfolk bus services um, uh, in recent years.
0: Yeah, and none of this is going to surprise you, especially at Sanders, a very well known uh, name up in North Norfolk in terms of uh, coaches and uh, bus provision. Disappointing to hear once again that bus companies are having to evaluate whether their, their routes are viable.
1: Well, it is, and, and one challenge which I lay down today actually to, to the leadership of Norfolk County Council is we said on day one when Andrew Proctor took power safeguard rural bus routes and actually you know say that subsidies are not going to be cut in the future. Back at the beginning of this year, the County Council was talking about cutting bus subsidies by about 40%. That was ridiculous. Fortunately, we had Norman Lamb on the case. He got a 6,000 signature petition, That f- it went away. Now, back in April, the Liberal Democrats said to County Council this must never happen again. Let's give some certainty to people like Charles Sanders and say that their subsidies are safe for at least the next three years so that they can start building their services on some certainty. Unfortunately, the Conservatives at County Council voted it down, which I think was ridiculous. So my challenge today is safeguard these subsidies. Tell Charles Sanders and the other providers that there are going to be no cuts for the next three years. What kind of response do you think that will get from uh, your Conservative uh, counterpart? I think the, the Conservative backbenchers are very much in sympathy with that. Um, unfortunately, their leadership uh, put a very hard line when this came to council. So I think we could be pushing it at an open door. What we need to do in Norfolk is safeguard the routes that we've got there already and then look to see how we build on that. And this isn't just... I mean we talked a lot about older people this morning and the, the council's own um, survey when it was considering cuts said that over 50 percent of bus users who are older use it for vital medical appointments which underlies how important that is but also younger people who use it to get to work those who can't afford to run a car at the moment those who live in rural areas it's all very well saying Norfolk needs to grow economically But if you're saying, well, I'm sorry, if you don't live in Norwich and if you don't have a car, you're not going to be part of that. You know, we need to safeguard our bus services and we're going to give our young people a chance. You're talking about ring-fencing the money. Do you think actually we have to go further and we need to put more money into the
0: pot? Because Charles Sanders said, you know, already it's tight and we're questioning the viability of certain routes. What we really need in some places is even more subsidy to make sure we can safeguard those
1: routes. Well, we need to do some some equalities impact assessment on all of the routes that are subsidised at the moment. And, and if there are ones that are under threat... I think the County Council needs to look at whether we need to raise the subsidy, not be looking at cutting it as we were last year. But what it comes down to, as Charles Sanders says, we're underfunded by £4 million by central government on the concessionary scheme. We need the government to start paying its way into Norfolk. It's another area where Norfolk is not getting fair funding from central government. Is this a case of a two-tiered structure that
0: very often in urban areas... People are inclined to shout very loudly about their bus network. The government seems to, appears to, this may not be the case, um, take it more seriously. Um, and though I know that there's a set formula, because they've got more people on the buses, then they're more viable routes. Whereas actually what the government needs to do is probably give um, a higher level of subsidy to rural areas and recognise that certain routes are more vulnerable just because there aren't enough
1: people living in that area to keep it viable. Absolutely, and you know a bus network is part of basic infrastructure as I see it and I meet a lot of older people in the area I represent which isn't that far out of Norwich who say, I've got a bus pass but I've got no buses to use it on at the moment uh, because they are, they are so infrequent Now, I don't think we can be in a position where basically those people through their taxes are subsidising other people to get a service that they don't have a hope of getting Although the council didn't approve cuts to
0: bus subsidies at the last budget, it's not been ruled out in the future. I'm just thinking about Cliff Jordan, you know, uh, who, who who made this point. Actually, just a few weeks to, to me before he passed away, he was saying one of the problems that he's got is there's so many things that he would like to protect. There's so many uh, areas that he would, would like to uh, make sure were, were safeguarded for the future, but he can't get enough money in to to make that promise. Is this the issue here that actually the county council, which by the way has been pr- has been a- applauded this morning with the, with its it, it, the way it's worked with with bus providers? Um, the, of course, there's a desire to safeguard these services, but there just simply isn't enough money coming in from central government to be able to actually make that promise.
1: There are some areas which it is a false economy if you cut them back, and and the point which I'm making about um, you know economic development in this area and young people getting to work. Ultimately, they will be moving up the jobs ladder. It will be paying for itself in the longer term. Older people being able to get to their medical appointments, not being so isolated. Again, that pays for itself further down the line in terms of less money having to be spent on social care, less money having to be spent on health. So, you know, this has to be a key area for the county council to to absolutely safeguard moving forwards.
0: Could the county, county council be helped by a scheme where people opt in to the free bus pass and maybe pay, you know, 10, 25, 35 quid up front for their bus pass? That money then could be used for targeted communities where we know we've got an issue about the long-term sustainability of services?
1: I can see the, the the merits in that argument. What concerns me is that Norfolk being treated differently from the rest of the country. Basically, why should Norfolk, um, old age pensioners, have to pay for something which is free in other parts of the country? It would have to be national, wouldn't it? If Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If that was going to work, it would have to be na- national. The other thing that was concerning is, as soon as you start means testing something, the costs start to go up, and actually you end up with a lose-lose situation where it costs as much to administer something as as the money you actually get in. Now, if there is going to have to be some payment from from people with bus passes, I would rather that be handed over to the bus driver so that goes into our local services, such as Charles Sanders, rather than that going through central government and then being administered in that way.
0: It's a very good point, actually. Just to back up what uh, Dan Roper is saying, it's very true. You can see lots of examples where things are means-tested. Um, on the attractive top line that you can get more money into the service. But just the the very process of trying to work out who has to pay what means that it can actually come out as a deficit. So if the money was given directly over the counter to the bus operator, so it was basically a subsidised fare, is that the best way forward? It's a good idea. Let's debate that on 0800 3897 321. Uh, Dan, just before you go, let me just read the county council statement to you. Um, they, we did ask them to come on the programme this morning, but they instead sent us a statement. Uh, They said they recognise that uh, bus services in rural areas of Norfolk provide a lifeline to many people or access to essential services and in avoiding social and rural isolation. But they understand that operators are working in a difficult financial climate, especially when you consider issues such as rising fuel costs. The council said it continues to provide financial and operational support to local bus
1: operators. John, you want to just come back on that? I agree with every single word of that, but I'd like to add some other words, which is, and to safeguard the funding which our local bus operators already get. If they can make that commitment today, I'll be a very happy man.
0: Dan, good to see you as always. Thanks for coming in. Dan Roper, uh, the Liberal Democrat leader at Norfolk County Council.